Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ah, it's been a long time since I was able to enjoy myself at a party. It sure felt good. Now just one thing left to make this night even more perfect. I'm going to make my crush mine. There he is, Jad. O-M-G. Did he just glance at me? I could feel my heart flutter. As I immersed myself in a world with only Jad and me, the face of Harry the Metal Mouth suddenly popped up from nowhere. It's time for bed, mommy's little princess. What on earth was he saying? And why was everyone running toward the window like that? I jostled into the crowd and I peeked down. Oh, for heaven's sake! The beyond cringy woman standing there holding the speakerphone was none other than my mom. Janice, it's 10 p.m. You know it's your turn to stay with me tonight. I won't be able to sleep without you. God, is there any way for me to just evaporate right here right now? This is too embarrassing. But wait, how did she know I was here? I immediately looked over at Christine. It must be her again. Everyone knew she had a huge crush on Jad, too, and would do anything to get him. She's definitely the snitch. <sighs> it's so frustrating. Anyway, let me fill you in on the situation. This crazy woman is my mom, who gave birth to not only me, but also my older sister, Patty, and my big brother, Will. I guess we all turned out alright, but this wasn't down to mom. She didn't raise us. Our nanny, Randy, did. You see, mom used to be an actress. She was always busy, busy, busy with her work and her numerous flings, which resulted in each of us three having a different father. Luckily, we had Randy to take care of us, so I never felt like I was missing out on anything. On the contrary, having to see mom all day is a problem for me. A month ago, mom suddenly decided to retire and move in with me and my siblings. And who knew that an out-of-date star could be such a childish, clingy nightmare? Ugh! She didn't like being alone, so she insisted Patty and I had to take turns sleeping next to her. Then, she forced us to accompany her to the mall and be her luggage gophers and talk to her while she went for the zillionth beauty treatment of the week. One day, after an exhausting day out with mom, we entered the house to Will rushing over and shouting. 
Mom, why did you tamper with my laptop? It turned out that Will had applied to the Juilliard Institute, one of the most famous art institutes in New York. But Mom went on his laptop and deleted the school's acceptance email, meaning poor Will had missed out on the response deadline. Oh, sweetheart, I didn't mean to. I was trying to send an email to report those scammers on TV. But I must have accidentally deleted your email. That's probably a good thing anyway, son. It would be better to apply for an economics major at the state university, so our family won't have to be apart. Do you know how hard it was to get in there? Ugh, I can't do this right now. I'm done. Dinner with mom tonight was super awkward. It was just me and her, as Will was simmering in his room, and Patty, well, I don't know where she was. Afterward, I passed by her room and overheard a whimpering sound. I peeked through the gap in the door and saw Will also trying to calm Patty. James is now insisting on breaking up with me. If mom hadn't come to my company and bragged that her daughter was the manager's girlfriend, the story wouldn't have reached my boss and neither of us would be in this mess. I know, right? Mom never cared about us before. But now she thinks she can just waltz back into our lives and do whatever she wants? I've had enough of this. We're both over 18 now. Let's just move out. Oh, no, 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 no. No! Look at their determined eyes. I couldn't let this happen. What about me? Please don't go. I'm not 18 yet. Don't leave me alone with mom. I beg you. Both of them gasped when they saw me. Then after a moment of silence, Will spoke up. Okay, we won't go. But at least we need to get things back to normal. I mean, back to just the three of us and Nanny Randy living in this house. And so, Will suggested we pull a bunch of pranks that would annoy mom so much she'd end up leaving. But they were all busy with their studies and work, so they left it to me to carry out the pranks. Okay then, I'm ready. You can see how my mom was addicted to cola from the pile of empty cans over there. She often did midnight dashes to the convenience store when she ran out. So, my first plan was to make all the cola she's just bought disappear time after time. <laughs> Frustrated much? However, she was strangely calm and acted like it's no big deal at all, and even bought a drinking helmet to make sure her coke was always with her. Attempt failed. Move on to the second plan. Hide the Nintendo Switch. Why, you ask? Every night, mom made us play on that thing with her, and honestly speaking, she was the worst player ever, but she wouldn't accept it, and kept making us play those boring games with her until she won. Now, no Switch, no troubles, right? Wrong! As having nothing to do, she came up with much more dumb things to ask us to do with her. From teaching her to cook, gardening, and even doing yoga with her. Having mom around is like caring for a toddler. She needs constant care and attention. It's tiring. I can't bear it anymore. You clearly didn't carry out the tricks properly. You're making the situation even worse, don't you see? <sighs> Looks like we'll have to get the job done ourselves. Oh yeah? Fine, you guys do better then. And so they carried on by using mom's ultimate fear of spiders. She's terrified of them. Even the teeny tiny ones were enough to cause her to climb onto a chair in fright until one of us removed it. So Patty asked me to buy fake spiders online. Then she hid them all over our house. But this time, without panicking, she even picked it up and tossed it in our direction, which freaked us out instead. So Will decided it was his turn to take some action. He planned that one evening, I would distract Randy, and in the meantime, Will would throw a feast at home then swiftly drag all his friends out, leaving a huge mess for mom. 
Despite never lifting a finger on cleaning, mom is actually a clean person, so it would definitely drive her crazy. But nope, once again, it didn't go as planned when Will and Patty came home to find Randy there, helping mom clean up the whole mess. Of course, I was the one who got the blame, again. Janice, you told us you were able to get Randy away from the house for a day, didn't you? I... I did ask her to take me to Dad's, but like midway there, she realized she forgot her phone and insisted on going back. Oh, stop with all the excuses. You're so useless and always do things by halves. The spider trick must have also failed because you bought some cheap ones that look too obviously fake. Yeah, perhaps you've been bought off by mom, aren't you? Spill it. Ugh, are they seriously accusing me of betrayal right now? Enough! If you're that good, then do it all yourself. I stormed off without any extra words to them. The next morning, while watching Netflix, I heard Patty and Will arguing. It turned out Patty let her boyfriend use her car and he forgot to come pick her up to work. So she's trying to borrow Will's bike so she wouldn't be late for a meeting. But Will wouldn't let her because he had an important dance workshop to attend. Don't your dumb class just always repeat the same wriggle moves? Take the bus instead. You won't die if you're a little late. It's not my fault your gold-digging boyfriend forgot to pick you up in your own freaking car. You should have broken up with a jerk like him ages ago. They continued quarreling for a while until I saw Will launch his way down from upstairs shouting. Fine, just take it. Has anyone ever been able to stop you from anything, bossy patty? And he headed straight outside to his bike, then came back after a bit, probably to get some air to calm down. Ugh, would these two give it a rest? How are we meant to figure out a way to win against mom when they couldn't even go a day without bickering? Right then, mom walked in and told me she was going to bake the cake Patty had shown her how to do yesterday. Oops, but I forgot to buy eggs. I wonder if Will needs to use the bike today. I'll borrow it just for a bit. Ha! Great! If mom took the bike, then both of my annoying siblings would have to stop squabbling about it. Right? Yes, mom. Take it. Will said he was gonna take the bus today. It'll be faster to cycle to the grocery store anyway. Then mom hopped on the bike and shakily rode off. After a while, Will and Patty went out to the yard and of course, the bike was no longer there. After I told them that mom had already taken the bike, Will stopped dead. Because the truth was that he had purposely broken the brake so that Patty wouldn't take it. Patty tried calling mom, but she didn't pick up. Then came a call from Randy. She told us that mom had crashed the bike and had been hospitalized. Oh no. We rushed there immediately. Unfortunately, apart from a ligament sprain, she's fine. It could have been much worse. But that meant she had to wear a bandage for a whole month to stabilize her leg. Ugh, this was all our fault, so now we had no choice but to whimper to mom's every demand. Mom insisted I spoon-feed her all of her meals. When I mentioned that there was nothing wrong with her hands, she told me that the trauma to her leg had affected her entire body. She made Patty light loads of candles, play soothing melodies, and rearrange her bedroom furniture so she had a relaxing space to heal. And she got Will to download her old movies for her and feed her popcorn while she watched them on repeat. Of course, we were really worried about her and hoped she'd recover as soon as possible, but honestly, her ridiculous demands were going too far. Then, one day, she insisted we go to a picnic, as sitting inside all day was making her depressed. So, we did exactly just that. Then, while we were walking on a slope, I dropped my bag and bent down to pick it up. Oops, I forgot to lock the wheelchair's wheels! I gasped as I saw Mom whiz down the hill. 
But immediately, she hopped out of the chair and landed on her feet perfectly fine. Will and Patty stared in confusion at Mom's casque de like performance. What about me? <laughs> nah, I'm not surprised at all, because I was the one who set this whole thing up to expose Mom. Nanny Randy has told me everything. I know she has been helping you dodging our tricks, as well as carrying out that fake bike accident. Please, why do you have to make life so difficult for us? You never even cared about us, did you? As soon as I finished, Mom burst into tears. Then she began to pour her heart out. As it turned out, after her career finished, all the fortune, glory, friends, colleagues, and even men who once said that they'd love her for the rest of their lives, turned their backs on her. She was extremely lonely and needed us, her children, more than ever. Now I only have three of you. In the past, I didn't fulfill my responsibilities as a mother, and I know I let you all down. But now I realize my mistakes. I only did what I did because I wanted to draw you back close to me. Please forgive me. Give her a chance, kids. Although your mother's actions were somewhat misjudged, she only did them because she genuinely cares about you. Janice, she worried your partying was causing you to neglect your studies. Well, she didn't want your dancing dreams leading to showbiz nightmares like hers. And Patty, trust your mom, she was right this time. Turns out, mom once caught James, the manager, aka Patty's boyfriend, secretly dating the receptionist. So she intentionally made a fuzz at Patty's office to deter the third wheel. However, what came after didn't go as she expected and led to such a mess. But now, mission complete. We came here to catch Patty's cheating boyfriend red-handed. Or should I say, her ex-boyfriend. And of course, we made sure he paid for a worthy price for his actions. Ah, <sighs> justice has been served. Now, to relax. Patty and Mom are getting along much better now. They even look more like an endearing couple of sisters than mother and daughter. Will's taking Mom to one of his contemporary dance shows, so she can see how important it is to him. And me? I may be the youngest in the family, but while Will's away, it's my job to make sure Mom has someone to lean on. And I'm glad to take on this role. Maybe having my mom around isn't actually bad after all. This must be Nymphalidae. No, it's Amethusidae. Look at the pattern on its wings. Oh man, how can they be so obsessed about some dumb insects? Yawn. I walked over to Caden and pulled on his sleeve. Caden, let's go take some photos by the stream. It's... Gloria, you just made it fly away. It flew away by itself. Not my fault. So bothersome. Why are you following us? Didn't you say we were enemies? You must be wondering who that guy is, and why he's so moody. He's Caden, the boy I'm trying to win over. It's down to him that now, a girl as amazing as me has to spend her entire weekend trapezing around the woods. Ugh, I don't even like insects, and I really dislike his sister, Chloe. About the enemy thing, well... It is sort of true. You see, Caden's my neighbor, and somehow, he always managed to appear at the worst possible moment and sabotage my things. One time, I was climbing over the fence to sneak out with some friends, when Caden showed up and he made a scene out of it. So, my dad immediately dragged me inside and gave me a prize of one week being grounded. Another time, I was innocently sitting in the garden, copying an essay off the internet, when once again... Caden appeared, saw what I was doing, and made a fuss about it. So, yep, you guessed it. My dad overheard and grounded again. This poor Gloria. Ugh, 
I really did hate his guts back then. But my feelings then changed 180 when he once saved me from drowning. Well, I wasn't actually drowning. I just had cramps. But the fact that he dove in to save me was enough. Since then, I only had eyes for him. But no matter how hard I try, he's always so cold towards me. There's no way I'm giving up that easily. You see, someone as dazzling as me has a habit of getting what I want. With this in mind, I ran after them. But a branch got in my way, and I rolled down a hill. Everything around me was spinning. Then the world went black. Gosh, my eyes. What was with the blinding bright lights? I tried to sit up, rubbed my eyes, then saw Caden frantically running towards me. Gloria, you're awake! Are you in any pain? Oh, yeah, right. I fell and fainted. But hold on. Is Caden worried about me? Hmm. If only he treated me like this all the time. Suddenly, an idea flashed through my mind. Aha! Gloria? Are you okay? Huh? Who are you? Why am I here? Caden panicked and ran to find a doctor while Chloe rushed over to me. You seriously don't remember us? I pretended to be so surprised, eyes opened wide and asked who Chloe was. Then the doctor came in. After a few tests, he said there was no severe injury, but I must have been suffering from short-term memory loss. Huh, of course, my acting skills were Hollywood level. And no surprises, since then, Caden's attitude towards me was so different. No more moodiness. Instead, he was so sweet. So, this whole pretending thing is totally worth it. I just had one gate to pass. That devious girl, Chloe. Anyone confident to do last week's routine? This will go in your favor towards the lineup evaluation. No way was I going to miss this opportunity. So I immediately raised my hand. After successfully completing the dance, everyone praised me. Except for Chloe. She stared at me and said, Um, don't you have amnesia, Gloria? How do you still remember this dance? Oops, I forgot about the losing my memory part. Hmm. Uh, well, I watched the dance clip online and stayed up all night practicing, as I don't want to be the black sheep of our team. Chloe still stared at me, but didn't say anything more. Poof, that was a close one. I'll have to be more careful from now on. The next day, I was putting my books away when suddenly Chloe ran over, put her arm around my shoulders, and excitedly said, Hey, bestie, we're still going to the mall this afternoon? Huh? What for? Oh, I forgot. You don't remember anything. Last week, you promised to take me to pick out a birthday present. Tomorrow's my birthday, so I'll meet you by the school gates after the last bell, okay? What? What is she doing? We weren't friends. And I never agreed to buy her anything. She was just trying to get a gift out of me. Ugh! But since I was supposed to have amnesia, I couldn't expose her either. Ugh! How frustrating! Trust her to pick the most expensive dress in the shop. I laughed through my tears when I saw the price tag. A whopping $150! But that's not all, as when we were leaving them all... Suddenly, Chloe turned to look at me and pulled off her fake smile again. Hey, Gloria, do this with your face. I'll make a TikTok video for you. 
Then she showed me the phone. Huh? What is this? They're all ugly faces. I quickly waved my hand. No way! They look gross! What? That's cute! These are all the videos you sent me the other day and told me to film it for you! Then, Chloe held up her phone, and I had no choice but to do so. Gosh, I was no different from a puppet in her hands. Worse, the video quickly went viral throughout the school, and now, every time people see me, they'll imitate those silly moves and burst into laughter. Ugh! That obnoxious Chloe! Why does she keep on putting my life through hell? This weekend, there will be an overnight nature experience. Everyone seemed excited, except for me. Nature was boring. Then suddenly, Chloe spoke up. Miss, my brother, Caden, is studying biology. Can I invite him to come along and help? My ears pricked up on hearing Caden's name. Of course, the teacher agreed. This meant a whole weekend of being with Caden and sitting by the fire, leaning on each other's shoulders, and gazing at the stars. God, how romantic. But expectations did not meet reality. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Kaden was so busy that I hadn't even made eye contact with him yet. I was sitting and watching Caden instruct the students on how to recognize a death cap mushroom when suddenly someone tapped me on the shoulder. It was Chloe. Hey, let's go to the nearby stream to take photos. That's so lame. I already had like a zillion pictures taken at that stupid stream, as I've been here every week with Caden and this annoying sister of his. But, well, I suppose that would still be more fun than sitting here like this, right? So... I pretended to be interested and followed her. Wow, this place is so beautiful. Stop the act. There's only the two of us now, so you don't have to fake it anymore. I know it all. Chloe smirked and continued. Now let's see how you get out of this one. Huh? Was she on to me? So all along, she was just trying to prove I was lying about the memory loss? Nice try, Chloe. But I can just call someone for help. Duh. Hey, where's my phone? God, I left it in the tent. What was I supposed to do now? I knew the way back, but if I went back by myself, it was like willingly falling into Chloe's trap, and my fake amnesia would then be exposed. By then, Caden probably wouldn't even look at me. No way. It can't happen like that. Someone will come looking for me soon. Then I sat down on a nearby tree stump and waited but it started to get dark pretty fast. 
And why hadn't anyone come searching for me yet? I was so hungry, I hadn't eaten anything in hours. Suddenly, the branches behind me made a strange noise, which made me tremble in fear. Setting my thoughts aside, I hurriedly found my way back to the campsite. Halfway there, I suddenly saw two figures walking towards me, but they seemed to be arguing quite fiercely. Do you know how dangerous it can be in the forest at night? What if something happened to Gloria? She knows the way back. She was just pretending to get your attention. Or are you afraid her father won't hire you again? Wait a minute. Those voices were so familiar. Were they Caden and Chloe? But what were they talking about? Dad? Hire? What did that mean? I took a quick step forward and was stunned when I saw Caden and Chloe in the flesh. As soon as he saw me, Caden frantically asked, Are you okay? What are you two talking about? And what does it have to do with my dad? While Caden was still perplexed, Chloe was annoyed and said, It's your dad who hired Caden to watch over and protect you. Now stop wondering why he always shows up at the right time to stop your mischief. What? What did Chloe just say? Was it really my dad who hired Caden? I needed to go home immediately to ask my dad to clear things up. I stormed off, but could still hear Chloe's voice behind me. See? I told you her memory's perfectly intact. It was all just an act. Ugh! As soon as I arrived home, I barged into my dad's office. Did you hire Caden to watch over me? Why did you do that? Seeing that he couldn't hide it anymore, Dad told me everything. Turns out, a few years ago, by chance, he'd seen Caden protecting Chloe when she was causing a scene at the grocery store, and he was impressed by his maturity. Later on, he also learned that their parents had passed away a long time ago, and they'd been living with their grandma. It's a pretty pitiful situation. So, Dad came up with the idea to pay Caden to oversee and protect me, which made him feel more assured about his mischievous, crafty daughter. And at the same time, this would help Caden's family make their ends meet. So, it turned out that the time Caden saved me wasn't because he was a good guy, but just for my dad's money. I was so disappointed and sad that I locked myself in my room for the weekend. Until, I was sunbathing in the garden when a baseball flew over the fence and almost knocked me out. I was furious. Whoever threw that could have killed me. That's when Caden appeared. He rushed over to retrieve the ball, then said to me, Hey, Gloria, I'm sorry about that. My friend's visiting, and he has terrible aim. I folded my arms and muttered out, Whatever! He started to walk away, then stopped, looked back at me, and said, Look, Gloria, your dad was paying me to protect you, and I know you and your trickster nature, so I knew from the get-go that you were faking your memory loss. The thing is, I actually found it kind of cute that you'd do that just to impress me. I gave him a skeptical look. Was he being serious? I like you. I, um, have done for a while. But I had my duties to think about. But I've given it some thought, and I've told your dad I quit. I don't want to be your security guard anymore. I'd much rather be your boyfriend. So, what do you say? Oh, how bold is this guy? I failed to hold back my smile as I replied, I suppose being your girlfriend could be fun, but no insects. 
Then I leaped up and hugged him. So now, Caden and I are officially together, and I don't have to pretend I have memory loss anymore. Hey, I guess it's not that surprising. I did say that I always get what I want. <laughs> Why did this fence have to be so high? Oh no, that didn't sound good. It was time to get out of here. But... Uh, I seem to be stuck! Suddenly, a security team was blinding me with a flashlight and telling me not to move. Not that I could anyway. <sighs> they dragged me down. Then the next thing I knew, I was being pushed into a chair and interrogated by security guards. But all they got out of me was silence. A few minutes later... Mr. and Mrs. Langston showed up. Yeah, they're the wealthy couple who owns this mansion. They're the people that I was looking for. I suppose I did owe them an explanation. I'm sorry for this disturbance, but it's not what you think. I saw your job advert for a housemaid, and I wanted to apply. But the guard said I was too young and refused to let me in. The thing is, my dad has a rare heart condition, and if he doesn't receive treatment soon, then chances are he won't make it. I really don't have any other choice. So please can I have the job and also six months salary advance? Right at that moment, a girl my age fell into the room, peered at the Langstons, then started laughing. Carla, this is not acceptable. Aren't you ashamed of your appalling results for the Francis Academy entrance exam? You should be studying hard to redeem yourself, not out partying at this hour. This Carla girl just rolled her eyes at them, then wobbly walked off. I noticed Mr. Langston comforting his wife, who seemed to be in much distress at the girl's inconsiderate behaviors. So this must be their daughter then. They sure seem to take her education seriously. And she applied to my school. Hmm... That gave me an idea. You know, if you want to improve Carla's academic performance, I can help you. They both gave me skeptical looks, so I showed them my academic records and told them how I was a valedictorian and had successfully scored a scholarship at Francis Academy. On hearing about my achievements, any apprehensions they had soon faded. And so, they'd come up with a plan. A risky one. They would pay for my dad's hospital fees until he fully recuperated if I took on the identity of Carla and flew to South Korea to study at an international high school there, while Carla would take my place and enroll at Francis Academy just as they wished. This deal sounded like the answer to my prayers, but I knew it would be tricky. Pretending to be somebody else in a completely different country was beyond my understanding, so I agreed to do it but only on two more conditions. First, a guardian must be present, who would take care of all my paperwork and stuff. Second, after I completed the deal and returned, the Langstons had to help me get into my dream school, the prestigious GBA University, obviously. They gave it a thought, then shook my hand in agreement. It looked like we had a deal! The next thing I knew, I was in an elite neighborhood in Seoul, Korea. Whoa! Talk about luxury! 
So this was what it felt like to be born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Mr. Preston dropped me off at school and repeatedly told me not to draw attention to myself. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, Mr. Preston is the Langston's lawyer, and according to the contract, he's also my guardian. He seems oh so serious, but I guess he's okay. Whoa, this school looked so modern, the architecture was a work of art all in itself. I wandered around the endless corridors and tried to find my class. Everyone seemed quite friendly, and the class president, Minjun, even gave me a guided tour. All the students' outstanding paintings, photos, and models were displayed all across the campus. Countless classrooms of different subjects, from science to art, just made me gasp in awe. I was admiring the artwork, when suddenly Minjin blurted out, Sorry, I've got to go. Miss Lee is looking for me. It'll only take a few minutes, so wait here for me, okay? Then he rushed off, so I lingered around the hall. That's when I spotted a group of girls nearby. I recognized the one from my last class. I'm sure her name was Isabella. I was about to walk over to greet them when I realized they had this one girl cornered and were making fun of her hairband. Ugh! Where did you get that horrid thing from? I suppose it must have come from some thrift shop or something. I heard that's where poor people shop. <laughs> Ugh, this whole thing disgusted me. They outcasted someone just because she didn't come from ridiculously rich households like them. Ugh. I knew that poor girl's feeling all too well. I gotta help her. But I didn't want to get anyone's back up and draw attention to myself. Hmm, what could I do? Ah, got it. Hey, the teacher's coming. I'll stall her for you guys. Run! My plan worked a treat. As Isabella and her friends nodded at me, then rushed off. I then went over to the girl asking if she was okay. Get away from me! She flinched me off her and then ran off. Huh? I was only trying to help. As I turned around, I saw Minjin looking at me. A bit impressed, I think. He told me that the students here were divided into two groups. 90% are rich, and the remaining 10% are poor kids entering under scholarships. Most of the students are quite friendly to each other. Well, except those I just witnessed. Isabella's part of the rich kid group, who think their upbringings make them superior to others. She's often mean to the 10% group, as she believes they don't deserve to be here. And as you can guess, that girl they upset? She's called Susie. She's in the 10% group, and she's the smartest student in our year. What nonsense! School is school! We're here to study and should all be treated equally! Too right, new girl. I knew there was something different about you. The next day, when class was over, Isabella tapped on my shoulder and thanked me for the warning. Then she asked me to join her group for lunch. I was about to politely refuse when Minjin appeared and asked me to join him. Phew. Thanks to Minjin, I had an excuse to quickly flee the scene. However, I did look back and see that Isabella was giving this offended look. After that, Minjin and I started hanging out more. We soon became close friends and we both decided that the dynamics around here needed to change. So, we set out to help the 10% club. One lunchtime, Isabella and her clan purposely bumped into this boy, causing him to spill food all over himself. 
while they laughed and pointed at him, I rushed over there, took the food, and slammed it onto Minjin's face. Minjin immediately understood my intention. Then he also took a handful of noodles and smeared it all over Isabella. Cue the canteen erupting into one big, messy food fight. <laughs> Another time, the school was preparing for a cultural fair. One boy from the 10% group had this awesome idea to open a food stall serving traditional dishes from different countries. Everyone agreed, apart from, yep, you guessed it, Isabella and her snooty besties. Such a peasant. Too used to working as a waiter to serve others, huh? I winked at Minjin. Then we stayed behind and secretly wrote Isabella and her friends' names on the list of participants and submitted it to the teacher. Now, they had no choice but to serve food at the super-crowded fair. The funniest part was they finally got a taste of their own medicine when the 10% group made the most of ordering them around and complaining. Ew, this ratatouille is too bland. Add some more salt. And this milk tea is too sweet. Start a new batch with less sugar. I have to admit, I was enjoying watching the mean kids squirm, but I guess my enjoyment hadn't gone unnoticed, as afterward, Isabella approached me. Those peasant kids aren't at the same level as you and I. I suggest you put more care into who you choose to associate with, or you could end up being treated like they are. Whatever. I just rolled my eyes, walked away from her, then continued to hang out with my friends in the 10% group. Isabella and her minions gave me dirty looks, but due to the Langston's name and fortune, that's all they could do. Just like that, my high school years passed by. I had some great friends. And guess what? Yep, I was now dating Minjin. I loved being here in South Korea, and I'd even grown fond of Preston, who despite being a grumpy gut, now felt like family to me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I missed my family back home like crazy. But Dad was getting better now, and we regularly FaceTimed. As amazing as my life was now, deep down I always felt like I was living in a dream. None of this truly belonged to me, and everything would be over as soon as I left this place. And eventually, my last week here arrived. As I was studying for my last ever exam, the SAT, I received a message from an unknown number. I know your secret. Drop out of the test, else I'll expose you. What? Who could it be? I called the number and a distorted voice answered the phone. I begged them to tell me why they were doing this, but they just replied, You don't need to know. Just do as I said. Then they hung up. Luckily for me, Preston isn't just an amazing lawyer, he's also a tech genius. Thanks to him, we tracked down the location of the phone. Hmm. I bet you're just as curious as I am to find out who it was. And now was the moment of truth. Huh? No way! Standing there looking startled was... Susie! Why would she do this to me? It made no sense. I mean, I know we weren't friends, but I had nothing against her. Why did she despise me to the point of willing to ruin my life like this? Please let me explain. Ever since you arrived here, I lost my top spot at school, which means I've also lost a full scholarship to college. My family will never be able to afford it themselves, so I decided to investigate you. And that's when I found out that you were not the real Carla Langston, 
and you got paid by her parents to achieve all these academic records for her. I get why you're upset, but you didn't have to blackmail me. You don't strike me as someone who would do such a thing, so it's kind of disappointing that you did. I'm not. I... I'm a dead end, Irene. You have to understand. This is my entire future I'm losing here. And what for? So some rich, spoiled girl can get into college without doing any of the work? <sighs> it seemed like I had a lot of thinking to do. In the end, I realized all I felt towards Susie was pity. This was all my fault, and it wasn't fair for someone as capable as Susie to have her entire future ruined because of me. So I had to be the bigger person here. I decided to ask the Langstons to give Susie the spot at GBA University, which was previously reserved for me as part of the deal. I mean, no worries. With this big brain, I could easily get in there on my own, right? And so, as soon as I was done with the test, I quietly left South Korea behind, without saying goodbye to anyone, including Minjin. Susie and I boarded the same flight back to the state. She couldn't help but thank me all the way there. And, well, let's just say, by the time the plane landed, we became good friends. But things didn't all go as swimmingly as I intended. It turned out Carla was even more negligent than first thought. All she managed to get was a high school diploma with shockingly bad grades. These were now my bad grades. My dream of attending a prestigious university was over. <sighs> I just have to make do with a community college instead. A year flew by, and there wasn't a single day that I didn't think about South Korea or Minjin. I couldn't talk to him anymore. I promised the Langstons I'd cut all ties with my life there. I mean, Susie was the exception. One day while going out with Susie, she was showing me something interesting on Facebook. When we happened to scroll past a post of Minjin's, which read, Finally I found you, the love of my life. My heart sank. Wow. It looked like he'd found someone else, while well, my heart still pined for him. <sighs> but life still goes on, and a week after that, I was waiting for Susie outside of her college, daydreaming how this could have been my life. I saw a familiar face heading towards me. Was that... Minjin? But wait! He was with a girl. Carla! Hang on, his Facebook post was about her? The love of his life was Carla? I couldn't do this right now. So I willed back tears as I took a deep breath and turned to walk away. But suddenly, I felt a hand pull me back. It was Minjin. It's really you. I finally found you. I've been looking ever since graduation, and then my information led me here and to... Me! Carla appeared next to him and smirked at me. Hey... Who am I to stop the course of true love? So I told him your real name and helped him search for you. I mean, you're smart, so I figured you'd attend this university too. No, you messed up my grades, remember? Anyway, it doesn't matter anymore. I turned and looked at Minjin. I'm so sorry, Minjin. I wanted to tell you everything, but I couldn't. He took my hand in his and gave me this adoring smile. I found you. And trust me, right now, that's all that matters.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.